0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Welcome to the Concepts of Faith broadcast. My daughter Annette is with me today, and we're going to be talking about how to put your angels to work for you. Anybody interested in that? I think you will be because it's exciting when you get into the Word of God and find out what God's Word says about it. First of all, Annette, I want to read Hebrews, the first chapter, verse 14. Now the subject here is angels. Let's back up a verse. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool? Well, he didn't say that to angels. He said that to Jesus. He's comparing the ministry of Jesus to the ministry of angels in the first chapter of Hebrews. Then he makes this statement in verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? The angels are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Well, that's us. We're heirs of salvation. They're to minister for us. Much the same, of course, quite a bit of different. But say you go to a restaurant, you order two eggs over medium and hash browns and sausage, the waitress sees to it that that's what comes to your table. She doesn't cook it, but she sees to it that that's what happens. Now, listen to this. I'm going to read verse 14 again, then we're going to go into the next chapter, because sometimes the chapter divisions foul us up. Are they not all? The angels are all ministering spirits, sent forth to minister for them who are heirs of salvation. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we let them slip. What have we just heard? That the ministry of Jesus is greater than angels, and that angels are ministering spirits, sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, which first began to be spoken of the Lord, and was confirmed to them that heard him. Now, he didn't change the subject here, did he? He's still talking about angels. Now, if you're not careful, you'll just blink right back over into the way you've always heard it. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels is the subject matter here. Now, certainly, salvation, being born again, is a wonderful blessing from God, and it is deliverance from sin. But this is an all-inclusive word, and he's talking about deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels in the context of this. And if you let that slip from you, then you don't really believe what God has made available to us. You remember this. I think we were flying somewhere, and the Lord told me to start teaching on angels. I said, Lord, I don't know nothing about angels. He said, "Uh, neither does anybody else reason I (laughs) want you to teach on it. So I said, well, you'll have to show me some things. And he said, I can do that. But if you don't believe in the ministry of angels, then you're probably not going to have assistance of them. I mean, I don't know of any scripture in the Bible that happens to you just because it's in the Bible.
1: No, I don't believe so. And I remember that trip. We were flying to Colorado Springs, Colorado, when the Lord spoke to you to start speaking on the Ministry of Angels. Yeah, I
0: think you was flying an airplane, wasn't I you? Was, I was. I, was I
1: remember it was that Cessna 310 that I landed three times on the runway in the same spot. Because I wasn't quite <laughs> adept at landing that airplane. Maybe the angels were helping on that issue, too. But uh, I think that was a tremendous um, release of power in the earth when you began to teach on the ministry of angels, and of course I picked it up too, because their ministry here on earth needs to be released. It needs to be released, and the way it is released is by us speaking in accordance with God's Word and believing in that ministry and being aware that they are there to help us in many different situations. And particularly during this time where we're seeing a lot of turmoil, we need the ministry of angels and their protection, and they're available to us. And yet a lot of times we're letting them just sit around, fold their hands, and lean up against the wall and wonder, when are these Christians ever going to put us to work?
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, they realize that Jesus said you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. I know it sounds like a broken record sometimes, but, you know, I'm going to say it to people who get it. I won't hear it again myself they realize what Jesus said because Psalms 103, verse 19 and 20, it tells us that the angels hearken to the voice of God's Word. Now, this is my Bible in New Testament, and the red, that's what Jesus said, and he said, I speak all that what you hear my Father say. But now, you can hold it up to this lapel microphone. It has no voice. Didn't hear a thing. But if I give it voice... And I say, blessed be God, I believe because I've given, it's given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over men, given to my bosom, there's abundance, no lack, my God has met my need according to his riches in glory. The Lord is my shepherd and I do not want. I have given voice to God's word and the angels hearken to the voice of God's word. They have something to act on. You
1: have given them something to act on because they are here to also assist and having God's will done for you here on earth to assist that to come to pass. Well, what is God's will here on earth? It's for us to be blessed. It is for us to be healthy. It is for us to be prosperous and successful. And yet, they're sitting around. They're not going to help you be unsuccessful.
0: That's right.
1: So if you're speaking the negative words, the words of the world and fear, they're just going to stand there. They have nothing to act on. They are activated by the words of faith, which is the word of God.
0: That's it. And there's an avenue of protection here that angels, you know, we see it in the Old Testament. We see it in the New Testament. They put Peter in jail, and, you know, the angels let him out. I mean, Mm -hmm. had to kick him in the side. I mean, they're going to pull his head in the morning, and he's asleep, (laughs) sound asleep. And he didn't have a Tylenol PM. I mean, he he just had the peace of God. That's right. How many of us could go to sleep if they're going to cut your head off in the morning? Mm -hmm. He was trusting God. And an angel came down there. And kicked him in the side, woke him up, and he thought he was dreaming. Got out in the street and found out it was true, he was out. And he goes down to John Mark's house and they had a prayer meeting down there. And they're praying that Peter to get out of jail. And he knocks on the door and Rhoda, the little servant girl, she was the only one who had any faith at all. She come to the door and she looked and said, it's Peter. He's at the door. They said, it must be his spirit. It couldn't be. And they just kept praying that they'd let Peter out of jail. (laughs) And somebody suggested, well, let's open the door and see. So they opened the door and it was Peter. But the angels delivered him. We see it all through the Old Testament and the New Testament. When did we think it went away? What made us think it went away? why did we think it's not for us today? I guess
1: Christians thought there was an expiration date. (laughs) I guess so. You know, this offer is only good until, you know, 1992 or 1892.
0: But I was teaching on this in the Atlanta area one Sunday. The pastor was sitting on the front seat, and I was talking about, and I used an illustration, uh, hypothetical situations. I said, now, uh, you go to talking negative and doubt, fear, and unbelief, you're going to set the opposite force in motion. The devil will operate on your words. And uh, if you speak faith and, uh, in accordance with the Word of God, God will operate. And the angels have a job. I said a lot of people tell their kids, you play in the street you'll get run over by a car and I noticed him fidgeting on the front seat when I was speaking and I said this I said now the angels don't know why you want the kid to be run over by a car but they know you can have what you say if you believe in doubt not in your heart you say that long enough to believe it you set a law in motion and it's gonna influence what that child does because you have told that child that and I had said the angels sat there on the couch and say Yeah, he's in the street. I don't know why they want him run over, but let it happen. You know, they're spiritual beings. They don't know why you want some of this stuff to happen. But anyway, after the service, the man said, oh, Brother Caps, he said, I told my son the exact same thing. We told him he's five years old. We saw a dead dog on the side of the road. We'd stop and show it to him and say, that's what happened. He'd play in the street. And he said he played in the street one day and got hit by a car, but thank God he didn't get killed. He said, now I see what I was doing. I told him, I said, now here's a way to explain to the child. You will not get run over if you play in the street. I'm saying the angels have charge over you, uh, but you may think you've got run over when I get through with you if I catch you playing in the street. But anyway, he said he realized that he could have had angelic protection over that child by speaking the promise over him instead of telling him he was going to get run over.
1: Yeah, a good example of... Focusing on what you don't want, because what they didn't want is for the child to be run over or the child to be in the street. But no doubt, in his mind, he stopped along the road, pointed out the dead animals, said you will get hit if you get in the road. And so what was the focus on? The focus was constantly on death and on the negative things happening. It would have been just as easy to say the angels are protecting you, but make wise decisions, because it is important As I heard Brother Hagen say one time, he said, Well, you know, somebody was in a car wreck, and uh, the pastor said, Well, God just took him, you know. He said, It's amazing how many more people get taken when they're going 100 miles an hour than when they're going 50. (laughs) So there is some wisdom there. But in spite of that, the angels are always available to protect and deliver us if we just recognize that.
0: I had a fellow write me a letter one time, and he said, Brother Castle, I've been listening to your teaching on angelic protection, and you can have what you say. And he said, I'd always said, if I get run over, I'll be hit from behind because I'm going to be driving fast enough to be a hit of everything. And he said, I got hit from behind by a gasoline truck or something, and it burned him. had a terrible wreck. And he said, I realize now, I set the thing up for the devil. And lived out the reality of what he was saying.
1: Well, I think we don't recognize sometimes that words that we speak as sort of a joke. I yeah. think you call them idle words and that we're just joking and saying things. If you believe what you say, then you better really be careful about jokes. Just saying things that are idle. I remember three or four Christmases ago I was driving a pickup truck and we were making jokes at lunch about the big truck. And I said, oh, yeah, I just have to be careful. I feel a bump and turn around and look, and I run over a sports car. Well, that was a dumb thing to say. And, you know, it's just all in the matter of joking. Well, after we had had our lunch and opened our gifts, we were leaving, and I backed out of the driveway in that truck. And I ran over one of the kids' sports cars with that truck. Now, that came to pass in less than an hour. Right. Okay. Well, today we have the book on angels. It's offer number two five one one. It's seven dollars plus three dollars for shipping and handling. This has a little over two hundred pages in it, and it's written by myself and my father. And I think you'll find it a very interesting book.
0: It's important to get this information because we've had so many people write and say, you know, after I found out about the ministry of angels. It was easier for me to believe for it. You know, you can't believe if you don't have knowledge of it. So it's important to know that there is a ministry of angels. And so many of them are write back and say, here's what happened to me in a certain situation. And they're just so thrilled that they found out that the ministry of angels didn't go away with the Old Testament <laughs> or with the church in the New Testament. I mean, we're still the church, and this is still God's Word. So it's still available today. And when people go through the Scriptures, it kind of paints an image of the fact that they have angelic help when they need it.
1: Also, I have a DVD that was recorded. While we were teaching on the ministry of angels at a church, I was speaking on how to put your angels to work for you. And that is a single DVD. It's offer number 2704. And it's $12 plus $4 for the postage and handling. And our toll-free number is one 396 9400 Or you can go to our website and look at our bookstore at www.charlescaps.com. So those are our offers for the day.
0: All right. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon.